The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. It's time. We're cruising through. Man, days are just flying by. We must be having fun or we're delusional. But I can't get past how fast. Every time I look at the clock, I'm like, "Where this is crazy. It's the apocalypse, bro. It must be. <laughs> is that what happens in the apocalypse? It just buy some lead. Time flies. <laughs> Brady might be right. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Uh, Brady reports brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. Football's back. We've been talking about it all morning. Start your week off right and catch a tonight's game over at Hooters. You see the Broncos and Seahawks in a very uh, bad game on paper, but great game for the emotions of people, uh, the fans of Seattle. I'm curious to see how they'll react. Trips at the game tonight. He's going up oh, there to he? the game. Yeah, and he's. I'm like, ah, you got to report back on how that crowd reacts. What do they do for Russell? Do they boo? There's going to be some booing. I think they cheer initially, and uh, then if he starts making bad pass or like passes that start beating them, yeah. they'll boo almost facetiously, almost kind of like, ah, you're on the other team now. It's like your buddy going, I hate you now. So I think if he connects big, they'll boo him. But, uh, boy, anytime he gets sacked, there's going to be a crazy cheer. Uh, there's going to be some is- fun booing at – First, because that's just oh, they'll be funny, yeah. boy. But I think that, I don't think it's ever going to be mean. Seattle doesn't have that. We're mean to that guy, yeah. but they are passionate about that team. It'll be interesting. It's going to be a uh, you know for the state of affairs of football, it's an interesting game. I think on paper the Broncos should wipe the floors with him. We'll see. You think he's going to be like uh, Brady, where the Boston people still love him? Just Tommy. Yeah, I think that'll. Yeah. But again, when the Patriots played the Buccaneers, I give credit to the Patriots fans for cheering on Mac Jones real loud. And Brady got his initial pop, and yeah. then. During the game, it was our Pats versus – it's a little different with Tom Brady because it's just – watching him in another uniform has got to be brutal for those people. Ugh. I love it. I love that it happened to him. And I like that uh, people think his marriage is in trouble. I just I, – anything bad that happens to him, I'm fine with. Anyway, uh, you can check it all out tonight. The soap opera that is the NFL tonight at Hooters. And then you can say, thanks, Hooters, for this Brady report. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Going to have to celebrate that one today. <laughs> Are you going to knock that cold? Is that something you can't resist? I can't tell you the last time I had a milkshake. It might be the day that I, I raced two of them down to see if you can drink two giant milkshakes in one thing, and then I threw up ice-cold milkshake all over the parking lot. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, how did that turn out? Ice cold. Tastes the same coming out. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not so bad, then. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> But I, I guzzled two giant milkshakes and then couldn't take it. Like, my body's like, we got to get rid of this now. And it did it, right? I couldn't even walk from the restaurant to the car. I'm like, it's coming out. It was, it was weird. Got but a couple of baseless fun facts about. Brady, stop. Where do you go for your milkshake, for the milkshakers in uh, the world? 
What is your Joe's Farm Grill? That's a milkshake go to. Yeah, they make a good milkshake. You know, as far as the fast food, yeah, that hand spun bad boy from uh, Chick Fil A <laughs> is pretty solid. You got to calm down, man. <laughs> have you ever looked at? And you probably haven't. The caloric and fat intake of a milkshake. Yeah, well, if you bad. if you do that, yeah, you, we won't. You're be, not getting. You won't be drinking. You won't get one. That's right. <laughs> Maybe just some. You have to look away. Just some friendly advice, Brady. It's it's, just maybe take a peek. Is a milkshake like five times a week a little heavy? Probably a little thick. Okay, I'll cut down. Cut down to two baby steps. But it's why everybody got so like when Norm McDonald was here that time and he was saying he was drinking two Starbucks a morning and couldn't figure out how come he was so fat. (laughs) Doctor told him to. uh, He wanted to take a look inside his snout. It's like I had to. I realized I needed to. Lose some weight. Because I was drinking two milkshakes every morning, thinking I was just having a cup of coffee. That's that's the funny thing you hear people. I don't drink milkshakes. Yeah, you do. But I have six frappuccinos yeah. a week. Those are milkshakes. Starbucks serves up milkshakes for Triple breakfast. Triple pumps. And, and they're things. good. There's no question. It's Dutch tasty. Brothers is even crazier with yeah. that stuff. They are. Those are dessert those beverages. Yeah. And you think you're just having a coffee. You are, And you can't figure out how come you can't lose those last 10 pounds. Maybe cut out the, the morning milkshakes. At the time of Queen Elizabeth's death, at least nine out of every ten living human beings had never known a British monarch other than her. Right. That's what I've been saying the whole time. We've never known anything but the Queen. She ruled so long that she made her eldest son, Charles, the longest serving heir apparent in British history at 73. She loved her corgis. She got the crown when she was like 23, right? 26, oh, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah, it was 70 years, you're right. Um, uh, she owned over 30 of them in her lifetime of corgis, dating back to the first royal corgi, Dookie, in 1933. Do you know that the last dog she had couldn't be from that bloodline? Correct. So she had a dorgy. Yep. It was a mixed uh, The last corgi died in 2018, and then she came out with, uh, she's getting credited for inventing the dorgy. Sure. Because, Brady, that's what I've done. Hello, Lyle Brady. Your buddy, Prince Andrew, is getting the uh, dorgies. He's getting two of them. That's right. And he'll probably molest them like he would a child. He is the shame of the royal family, Brady. Hello, Lyle Brett. How are your royal balls? <laughs> oh, they're wonderful. I haven't even asked about Brett's balls yet. <laughs> Andrew's not taking the other two dorgies because they're over no. 14. Trust me. With my son, Andrew Brett, you've made the right choice about not being a parent. (laughs) The last thing you need in your 60s, 70s, and 80s is finding out your son has sex with children. Even though Charles technically was banging Diana when she was 16. Nobody batted an eye. Suddenly, Andrew's down at Lolita Island with Jeffrey Epstein, and, well, times change. (laughs) His royal scepter wasn't allowed in those preteens anymore. We had something amazing happen last Thursday on a Spirit Airlines flight. Well, there you go. A, a rich person flew on. <laughs> a doctor. There was a doctor on the plane. A nurse. Tamara no. Penzino. There's this uh, couple with a baby, and the baby stopped breathing. She sprang into action. Yeah. It's unclear what happened, how, why the baby stopped breathing, but... Yeah. Gave the baby oxygen, 
did chest compressions, massaged the baby's legs and chest, and it worked. Well, the baby stopped breathing, Brady, because it realized that its parents didn't have enough money to fly it on a regular. It was on Spirit Airlines. So Brady, the baby was just holding its breath to – it didn't want to go on. It's going to be raised by Spirit Airlines people. I thought nurses got paid well. What are they doing? Some don't. That's a great – I forget the comedian that said it. He said, I was on a Spirit Airlines flight, and the pilot came on and said – is there a doctor on the flight? No, there's just a bunch of wedding DJs and real estate agents. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Princeton University has announced a new financial aid program. It's now free for students whose parents earn less than $100,000 per year. According to the school, over 25% of their undergraduates or 1,500 students, will now receive aid wow. that covers the full cost of tuition, room, and board. It helps. You know, like The thing to strive for now is making under $100,000. That's really work harder, kids, to not make much money, and everything will be free. That's insane. Next, you have to get in. Sure, but that's not going to be hard. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. All you have to do is say you're gay, trans. Oh, good Lord, if you're a trans, African-American, Asian... With a uh, tendency for, jeez, uh, I don't even know what else we can add to that. Or and you're a woman. Oh, forget it. You're in. You can get all D's and get into that. Because everybody's so woke, we're afraid to say no to people who are like, I'm gay. Oh, you're in. I'm gay trans. I'm, I'm binary. What does that mean? You're in. Gay scholarships. they got to be starting to happen. Like trans scholarships for kids who had a tough time because they don't know what they are. Non-binary scholarships. Who's going to ask any questions? If I was in charge of admissions at a college, I'm like, I'm a non-binary. You're in. I'm not asking you another thing. I'm non-binary African-American identifying as a Korean. Congratulations. You're valedictorian. You haven't even started class yet. I'm not questioning a thing you do. We chose Ted over you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not happening. (laughs) They'd be in trouble. No way. You say non-binary to me, and I'm going to give you whatever. I'm non-binary. I don't know. Okay. If I'm doing the hiring, you're in. I'm not taking Brett, even if he's more qualified, over the non-binary guy in a dress sitting in my office. That's the best way to do a job interview now. Show up in a sequin gown, dude. They what, can't they can't should we say go no. with? The dude in the dress or... Uh... <laughs> Hire the guy in the dress immediately. Oh, he's crazy. What are you thinking? He's not crazy. He's the smartest man in the world. Do not hire the dude in the suit who has all the papers in order. Hire the non-binary trans in the red sequin dress with the lipstick and the bald head immediately. I think I sent you the picture. I'm like, I wasn't sure if it was real at first, but of the guy that is the ambassador for monkeypox that was hired, they're saying the, the right it's wing a, side. It's is a woke he's, hire. He's uh, a Satanist and a sexual <laughs> deviant. Oh no, kidding! Oh, the yeah. right's calling him. That. Yeah, that, okay. Well, that's they're a little worried about him. He is uh, pretty flaming. <laughs> that doesn't make him a Satanist. No, it doesn't. That's why I laughed. I'm like immediately, you know, they I show mean, him some pictures. Sure, he's at some events and he's leathered up and. I mean, he's going to hell if you read the book. But who would you but, want? You know, I don't think he cares. I don't know to fight for the yeah. monkeypox thing or make that. You want a gay guy in charge yeah. of that? Yeah, that's there. Create the awareness. He's, he's going to be more in touch with it than me. Because I'd be telling people, mostly don't have anything to worry about. He's Vito from The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Wearing the motorcycle gear. <laughs> oh, it is. In the pictures. But you're right. You want, you want the monkeypox to be fronted by a dude who's like risk, risking monkeypox regularly. I don't know how to fight that fight. 
Like, I'm pretty sure I know how to do it. You stop banging guys. No, 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 no. You need a guy who bangs guys, who wants to bang and guys. And if to this tell you guy how to can do it, you yeah, can exactly. do it. Exactly. <laughs> He's a better example. It's a good point. Yeah. I want Mr. Slave from South Park to be in charge of that. Yeah, that's it's crazy. But I'm, if you got a job interview in the next few days, consider a dress. Seriously. If you're a woman, butch up a little bit. It's a, it does, it, it, have your son practice this. Have him go on job <laughs> interviews in a dress. And just tell people I'm non but I haven't decided what I am yet, but I'm good at this. I, I want to work at Dairy Queen. And then they'll hire him in a second. Ugh. Would you, Brady, at Porkopolis? You got me and I want to be a waiter. Guy to. in a dress. He's made himself known as a non-binary uh, white man who identifies as a Korean African-American. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at the one guy going, he's going to be a problem, but. If he's willing to come in here for the job interview like this, I can't imagine what he's going to do when he doesn't get the job. You're hired. It's genius. A poll asked people if they had ever read someone else's personal diary or journal without their permission. What percentage do you think said, yes, I have? Have, have read someone's diary without their permission? Yeah, or personal journal. Uh, I would do it, so... I've never had the opportunity because I don't know any 12-year-old girls. With 15% said yes. Diary. 85% are lying. <laughs> if you stumbled across Kirby's diary, you'd crack it. Hard not to. No. <laughs> Does she have one? Uh, no. She did um, some – she has some journals, but it's mostly drawings and stuff. Oh. But she stopped doing that. Of like, that was early on. Is it drawings of mommy and her standing under the sun and you yeah, under, a the, of under a black cloud? A lot with a hatchet in my head. <laughs> right. and, and you're always in the black crayon. Yeah, yeah. The dark cloud, the rain. A lot of red. And, yeah, and then a ton of happy yellow and greens over here with mom. <laughs> <laughs> a while back, um, there's people asking about, over the past month, talking about things that they secretly judge others for doing. They gave some examples. Like Everything. People who take their dog to the store, leave them alone in the car. Ah, especially in the heat. I hate especially you. Especially when it's a regular shopping trip, not just running in for one or two items. People who park at the gas pump when they're not actually pumping gas. Oh. They're paying inside or they're on their phone after they're done pumping gas and just stay there for a couple Sit of there. minutes. Well, they're, they're, they, you know what? That happens at this uh, corner store all that's up here on uh, 52nd and McDowell. That is the bastion of people just sitting there on their phones with no pump, in the, and the place is packed yeah. all the time. Also, they've got 30 pumps. Five never work. There's a yellow, there's a yellow sleeve on five yep. of them all the time. Spitting in public. And it depends on what public you're talking about. This is allowing your child to run around and scream at places they shouldn't. Allowing Loud motorcycles. All bad. Pen clickers. The last one. I'm a fidgeter. I probably do that. I've got some wild world. All right. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. <laughs> this uh, professor at the University of Richmond was attacked by a, an owl when he's walking the campus heading to class. That's no joke. Evidently, the owl has, he's not the only one that's the professor attacked, got attacked. They this owl has been swooping in on students. They grabbing, is he grabbing heads? Got a hold of his uh, dome. It's a barred owl. Oh. And um, he got a couple of scrapes on the head. And his wife's like, well, just walk to class with an umbrella. 
to prevent him from swooping right. in on him. So he didn't get hit that bad. Wildlife officials are uh, have a theory that maybe this owl was rehabbed or someone helped it out when it was younger, and humans have fed it. You know, wow. so it's looking for some food. So we got to kill it. It's looking for food by hitting people in the head. They're not going to kill it. They'll kill it. I'll tell you what, an owl comes cruising down at me, swipes at my head once. That owl's going to last another day. I'm seeking him out. You ever seen the end of Staircase? The documentary, The Staircase. They made the movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the I don't know if the movie itself focused in on the owl theory, but because to, it came in so it came in well, late, came in real late to the yeah. trial. But if you read about the owl theory, the neighbor got a, an owl hit him in the head and grabbed his head and and pulled stitches. like he was trying to pick him stitches and almost killed him. It sliced him like That's seven right. inches across three that. different spots. It was like a talent, like the Raptors logo in the NBA. Three slices across his head, blood everywhere. Because your head bleeds like crazy, sliced him wide open, and then, uh, then that's what the later the theory was that that same owl attacked that lady, and then she got dizzy, tried to climb the stairs, and fell down and bleeding. But they the dudes in jail still, and the owl theory holds weight because the way her head was split is the exact same way an owl's talons would slice your head. In England, the royal bees have officially been informed of the queen's passing. <laughs> In a tradition that dates back centuries, the royal beekeeper visited the hives to tell the bees in hushed tones. Sure, of course. No that Elizabeth has passed on and King Charles is their new master. He also placed black bows on the hives <laughs> and asked the bees to be good to the new boss. There's a superstition that if you don't do this, the bees could leave the hive, stop producing honey, or die. This was back. When they first started this, when they yeah. thought these so the royal senti- beekeeper senti- John Chapel <laughs> that understand the monarchy, he says you knock on a hive, uh, he you knock on a hive, and say the mistress is dead, but you don't go. Your master will be a good master to you. Jeez, the hell's wrong with people? So they don't understand traditions. Now, yeah. sometimes it's time to quit those. That's your wild, wild world. They told, they told the bees the queen is gone. And the bees stop for a second, like, zzz, oh, okay. Buzz. We're all good? We're all good with the new king? They don't know who it is? There's not one dissenter? There's one. They that stayed. asshole. Yeah, that asshole. They took him out with a murder hornet. He took out my wife. Yeah. All right, bees. Time for a dreaded announcement. The The queen is gone. Oh, don't say it as it's so. No, no. Everything's fine. We've got a king. This is the biggest waste of time ever. And they did that to all the bees in England or just the, the royal, royal hives? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that makes royal honey. Yeah, but I always thought there was, there's always royal honey in whatever hive. Huh? You have the, every hive ha, has a queen. So Right, but, but not it's a like queen royal, of England. royal honey. Right. <laughs> all right. <let's, laughs> what? You're what not happened? in charge of naming things anymore. <laughs> the double royal honey. <laughs> Royal, 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 right. But it's just like these are anointed by the royal family bees. Yeah. So they have their own bees. They keep their own bees. They have their own ravens that guard the- No uh, kidding. The tower bridge and the jewels. These, these are the largest ravens. Wow. They're throwing them like half chickens. Those things are just <laughs> gulping them down. And there's a certain number. I forget what that number is. They have to have like seven ravens huh. on at all time. And there's all these rules around that. Huh. What a waste of time.